We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. Good morning, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque St. Louis, Missouri. And and Matt, I, I'm within stone's throw distance of you. <laughs> we, we've left the frozen north before the great snow came in and we couldn't leave. <laughs> and we're back now in, in our home in New Athens, Illinois, uh, which is just about what... Uh, 30 miles or so outside of where you live there uh, in St. Louis. That's um, right. And, and, and now that we're back, Matt, I want to share something with you because I, you've, I don't know. I, I, has this been happening to you? Have people been coming up to you and say, well, where, where's the dumb jokes at? I mean, it's been like weeks and we haven't heard any really stupid jokes out of you guys. Well, I think it's the time of year, John. You know, we got <laughs> Halloween, right? Because, you know, in, in St. Louis, and from what I understand, this is unique to St. Louis. Yep. When kids go trick-or-treating, you, you ask them if they know any jokes. And they oh. tell you a joke and then you give them candy. And we've had friends that have moved from out of town, from Nebraska to St. Louis. And they're they're going, they're they were giving out candy and these kids kept telling them jokes. They're like, why are these kids telling us jokes? <laughs> so anyway, I don't know if, if it's true that it's just a St. Louis thing or not. Our listeners are going to have to let us know. Uh, but yeah, it's appropriate that we have some, uh, some dumb jokes this time of year. Well, but now I'm so disappointed, Matt, because this is the Saturday after Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too early to plan for next year, John. That's never thank too you. Early. And Good. <laughs> Go ahead, man. No. No. Well, and I was just gonna say if we've heard any, you know, over Halloween, we could share those. But <laughs> well, well, so here's the the thing. The reason why we haven't had a lot of uh dumb jokes is because I left my dumb joke calendar back home. <laughs> oh, so now that you're back home. I, I, I have the dumb joke calendar you, again. You're but locked I just and loaded. So but, but you're right, kids. This is Get get ready for next year now. Get ready for next year. Uh, in fact, I sent you some, Matt, because I knew I knew you'd want to participate in this dumb dumb joke beginning. Yes. Uh, so uh, give us one. Give us one. Okay. So here we go. Uh, what's blue and isn't very heavy? I don't. What What is blue and and not very heavy? Light blue. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a winner. I could see yeah, that. You, oh, yeah. You would have got, got the a big stickers bar. For sure. For sure. All right. So I've got one. All right, Matt. Okay, what do you what know? You yeah, here's a riddle for you. Did you hear about the man with five legs? Man with five legs. I, I, Did you hear no, about that? No, I didn't. Well, you know, his trousers fit his, his trousers fit him like a glove. <laughs> get it? Five, five legs. Yeah, trousers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They, they got to get better. Right now, okay. I think people are saying you should have just stayed in Northfield. <laughs> <laughs> but, Burn that calendar. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's right. All right. One more try here. We have time for another one? Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, the, the diner says to the, to the waiter, uh, do you have bacon on the menu? And the waiter's response is, no, sir. I wiped it all off. <laughs> so we had to get a bacon joke in. You know, yeah, we're going to do right. du- we gotta yeah. 
The obligatory bacon joke. That's right. (laughs) Required. And and then I have one that it's a shame because it would have been perfect. This would have been perfect for Halloween. My goodness, we need to plan ahead next year, Matt. Um, What is invisible and makes strange clucking noises all over your house? (laughs) What is invisible and makes strange clucking noises all over your house? I have have no idea, John. What is invisible and makes strange clucking noises? Oh, get ready. You'll be glad we waited (laughs) for this one. A poultry geist. A poultry geist. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, boy. Speaking of things invisible, Matt, (laughs) (laughs) it's a smooth segue into what we really want to talk about, which is angels, the invisible creatures called angels, not poultry geist, but angels. (laughs) Yeah, that is a great segue, John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, And by the way, this is you're listening to. That's right. Wrestling Wrestling with the basics. basics. I don't know. Maybe we should have admitted that. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, what other what other show could it be on KFU? That's true. That's true. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. Yeah, 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 John. Well, that is a good segue in a lot of ways, because. I think when people think about angels, uh, yeah. they do think of sort of the supernatural, and, and rightly so. Okay, angels are are special. Uh, you already alluded to the fact that they are spirits, and the scriptures even refer to them as ministering spirits. Ah, yes, that's um, what we had last week. Yeah, exactly. But yet, yet angels are not fictional. They're not. They're not fictional like a poultry no. guys. They, <laughs> they really, they really are they really real are angels. Yeah, yeah. There are no ghosts, people. Seriously, there are no ghosts, but there are, there are angels. Yeah, yeah. I think that's something important to uh, affirm because people do wonder about that. Are there ghosts? Are there uh, the spirits of the dead that are floating around, or mm, mm, uh, maybe, mm. maybe somewhere between here and heaven? And well, no. Scripture is clear on that too. That. Oh, but but mad people do think that way, don't they? They think that angels are what happens when their their loved one dies and they become an angel. Is that right? Is that what happens, Matt? So no, that's not what happens. In fact, okay. I think what happens in many ways is is far greater than that, John. Which yeah. is pretty cool, right? Um, yeah. That we we remain who we are, who God created us to be, the unique person that God created us to be. So we'll talk more about that in a second, but. Uh, I, I think when it comes sure. to angels, there is just some misconceptions in in, in movies and in TV shows and even uh, Christmas specials and all sorts of things. And we always want to go back to God's word. We always want to go back to what what do the scriptures say? What does God have to say about this? Who does he reveal angels to be? So we talked about this in a Bible study recently here at Ascension, and people were really interested Um they weren't falling asleep, John, during that study. They were, they were, they were listening. So I thought, well, hey, you know, wrestling with the basics might be a good place to share this too, because uh, people do have questions. And again, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So uh, let's are, crack are open you, our Bible. Are you are you implying that people fall asleep when they listen to our show? Is that what you're implying? Of course right, not, for, John. Forget that. Forget that. All right. So what what are we gonna do? What are we? All doing? right. So uh, so let's just let's look at uh, some key Bible passages about angels. Okay. Uh, and what prompted this was uh, last week we looked at the book of Hebrews chapter one and the main point there. Do you remember the main point, John? It was, it was the main point's about Jesus, right? Okay. Right, right. It's always then, about Jesus. So do you remember what the na- main point was about Jesus in Hebrews chapter one? 
Uh, that he's uh, oh <laughs> he, he is he is greater than than than, than angels than angels yeah so <laughs> okay yeah, thank you yeah no greater than angels and the, it goes through seven Bible verses oh yeah where it yeah. talks about this and and just shows again and again that God you know Jesus is greater than angels so I mean Matt Matt yeah. not to interrupt you but so yeah so that's important people want to know about angels we're going to give them the goods about angels but the key thing is that. No, they're not more important than Jesus. <laughs> they're they're exactly. good. They're important, but no, yeah. no. Uh, as ministering uh, uh, spirits, I think yes. that was the word we had. Yeah, yeah. So for and for again, the writer of Hebrews writing to, to Hebrews, right, right to Jews, Jewish Christians. For them, this for some of their ears, you know, that is a radical statement. You know, if you oh, yeah. put yourself in the first century in a Jewish background, um, they they affirm the existence of angels uh, very much. And to say that Jesus, this man, right, flesh and blood, is greater than angels, whoa, that's that's a radical statement. Yeah, yeah. And yet, like you said, John, that's exactly the case. Far superior to the angels as the Son of God. Well, and you know, Matt, you can see where that would have been very radical, because they would have thought that angels were greater than the greatest people they knew, greater than Moses, greater than Abraham, greater than Noah. Uh, and for them to say Jesus is greater than angels— Whoa! <laughs> that that we're talking about something completely different than in the nature of Christ. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, uh, Hebrews fourteen, then uh, chapter one, verse fourteen says that they are ministering spirits, as we said, ministering spirits. So here's some other verses. We're going to just skip around uh, through okay. the scriptures and uh, mostly New Testament. We might throw in a little Old Testament too, though, uh, to learn more about angels. So the first verse is um, Luke 2, verse 13. And we want to look at this verse in terms of, well, how many angels are there anyway? So uh, Okay, and, and Matt, I'm, I'm ready. I've got my Bible open. You, you, you can throw any passage out at me that you want as long as it's on the list that you sent me <laughs> where they're already printed out. Fair enough. Okay. So, so Luke 2.13 and suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. All right. So we from this verse we know how many angels? Well, at least a multitude. <laughs> so however much a multitude is. Uh, that, so this is the night of, of Jesus' birth, of course. Uh, the angels there uh, singing glory to God in the highest. And a multitude, a myriad, some might say, of angels. So there is a lot of angels. All right. Uh, but at the same time, even though there's this great number, it seems to be a fixed number of mm, angels. Okay. A okay. fixed number of angels. So God creates, and I we talked about this a little last week, I believe. God creates the angels. They're created beings. Um, so God is eternal, right? Uh, God doesn't have a beginning. He's always existed. He is God. But the angels do have a beginning. And as far as what's been revealed to us in the scriptures, uh, just like everything else in the heavens and the earth, they were created sometimes during those six days of creation. Um, some have speculated, some, some Jews, uh, uh, Jewish tradition says they were created the same day as the stars in the heavens, uh, because the angels are sometimes compared to the stars. Um, we don't know. Uh, that's a speculation. But at some point, they're created, and that's a fixed number of angels, uh, which kind of leads us to the next question. Uh, do angels get married? Do angels have children? Are there little angel babies? 
Um, uh, yeah, go ahead, Matt. Yeah. So we got a verse about that too uh, from Mark chapter 12. But before we, we read that verse, I, I, I just occurred to me why they would associate uh, the number of angels with the number of the stars, because that's also how the stars are described, probably with the same word in the Hebrew. Oh, well, this isn't the Hebrew, I'm sorry, it's the Greek, but but it would have been that word too, the word multitude, multitude or myriad, you know, as, as numerous as the stars in the sky, God tells Abraham. So I can see where they might have made that connection there in, in the scripture. Yeah, another uh, to, star parallel. I like that, another star parallel, yeah. you know, the count number of stars, and so are the angels. So, uh, I don't know, do angels get married or have children? Well, Mark 12, 25 says, for when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, oh, but are like angels in heaven. Yes. So there it's talking about uh, the resurrection, right? So it's yeah, talking about the resurrection. About us. That's why I thought, well, this doesn't say about angels, but yeah. 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 So it's but, talking yeah. about us, talking about human beings, right? So that when we're with the Lord, especially the resurrection, um, we're not married, we're not given in marriage once we're in heaven. Um, and it, then it says, but are like the angels in heaven. So again, that verse is about us, but it, the point is for our purposes today, when we're talking about angels, is that already angels are not married or given in marriage. Uh, in God's presence. Um, so, yeah. So where do the cherubs come from then, Matt? Where do the cherubs come from? Yeah, the little the little baby. The little ones, the little cute ones. Artwork. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know, John. <laughs> well, put that down. Add that to your list add of that, questions. Add that to the list of questions. What about the little <laughs> yeah. baby cherubs? Yeah. So, yeah. so again, I think that calls it falls into the category of how uh, <laughs> We've had secular influences when it comes to our perception of angels. The cherubs might be one of those influences. Because uh, if I remember correctly, I don't think the biblical picture of the cherubim, which is the plural of cherub, yes, is that they're yes. these little cute things. Yes, these little chubby baby angels. No, yeah. I, I don't know. No. They're not. They don't make it into the Bible. No. no. Uh, so yeah, so fixed number of angels. They're not married. They're not having baby angels. They're not having little cherubs. <laughs> Uh, but I, I think that verse two, just 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 briefly, I think that verse two just encourages us to value our marriage uh, here mm -hmm. in this life. Mm -hmm. uh, our spouses are a gift from God and a gift for for this life here on this earth. So uh, for, for us to cherish our spouses, to uh, enjoy the, the gift of intimacy with our spouses, to, to rejoice in the children we're blessed with, that's something for this earth. Uh, thanks be to God. But in heaven... Uh, still love each other. I'm, I'm sure still know each other, right? But it's going to be it's going to be different. Uh, Matt, Matt, you just got me thinking. Not only is Jesus greater than the angels, we are too, aren't we? We we have blessings that angels could only dream of having. I had never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and the Bible does, you know, ministering spirits and even sent sent to serve those who are mm. inheriting salvation. Uh, that's us, you know. The angels yeah. serve us, and and again, that's not necessarily like a superior thing, but but yes, it's not as though becoming an angel would somehow be a promotion, right? Oh, uh, good idea. Uh, no, this no, we are we are created beings uh, who are, are human, and yeah, we have blessings that the angels don't have. Um, the the angels they get to be in God's presence. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, um, and we will too. We, yeah, we will, will too. too. We will yeah. too. We'll, and we are now really in in church, in the Word, in the sacraments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
in that respect, yeah. Um, but but yes, we have those added blessings of of spouses and children and those callings in this life that angels don't have. Um, that's something to be cherished. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well right. but, uh, no, no, it just makes me. I, I want to. Can I ask a question? Can I sure. ask a question? Okay. So, but do all the angels serve the purpose for which God has created them? Well, no, they don't, John. They don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, there's uh, Matthew 25. Uh, when Christ returns, right, we have the, the this judgment scene there, the, the sheep and the goats. Uh, and then we have these words that how Jesus will say to those on his left, depart from me, you cursed. All right. So these are unbelievers mm. Mm. Uh, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. See, there you got me again. I thought, well, this isn't talking about angels, but yeah, yeah, the angels are in that statement too. Yeah. So, I mean, again, primarily talking about us at, the, at, at Christ's return, but uh, for our purposes again today, um, that eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So there's there's angels that, again, created by, all created by God. Nothing exists that hasn't been created by God. And at some point, these angels rejected God. These angels are fallen. And they're not followers of the Lord. They're followers mm. of, of Satan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's to recognize that too. So then we have another verse from Luke 15 um, where someone says this of Jesus. Uh, some said of Jesus, he casts out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. Uh, so these are critics of Jesus. And they're saying that he is uh, using the power of Satan or in his league with Satan, Beelzebul or Beelzebub. Uh, that means Lord of the Flies. That is not a very, that's not a complimentary name. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But, but talking about Satan and calling him the Prince of Demons. So he's this Prince of the Fallen Angels. And, and 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 you know, Matt, that reminds me of another passage that you have written out in front yeah. of me here, <laughs> from from How Revelation convenient. twelve. How convenient! Yes, <laughs> behold, a great. By the way, this is a wonderful Bible study that that you have prepared, and thank you for sending it to me. Be, be, behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven diadems. His twelve, his tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven. We need to talk about that. Here's the and cast again. Them, yeah, we cast them to the earth. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Now, that's a loaded passage there, Matt. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. And again, a book of Revelation, this apocalyptic literature, symbolic literature, but yet this these verses talking about Satan, uh, his being cast out of heaven. So... You know, as John is is recording for us this this revelation he has, some of these things are happening in the past, some are in the present, some are in the future. You know, this is recording really Satan's fall and then taking with him a third of these stars. Okay, so we're talking about a third of the angels, mm -hmm. it seems, uh, along with him. So again, not following the Lord, but following Satan. And then thrown into the cast down. Did you notice where they're cast down to? It's not to hell, right? Where are they cast down? Earth. 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 Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. So there, I think this too shows us, boy, Satan and his angels are a very real threat here on this earth uh, in this time. So we'll talk a little more in a second about what that means for us. But for now, I think just to recognize that, yeah, uh, Satan... His angels, demons, not cartoon characters, not f 
figures of fiction, but these are real threats, threats to us, especially those who are in Christ uh, and even active on the earth today. So, 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 Matt, there's there's two things about that, and I, I don't mean to steal your thunder here, but uh, number one, so we said before, no, you don't need to worry about ghosts. <laughs> there are no ghosts, yeah. but but there are demons. You're you're right, mm-hmm. and they might take on the appearance of your dead uncle Fred. That could be. I, I in fact, I think people that deal with the, the whole uh, Ouija board, uh, those kind of things, yeah, yeah, you're, you're talking to somebody, but it isn't your dead uncle. It's probably a demon. That that's a real possibility. Uh, and the other cover that I got in, in, in this passage is that it was only a third. So we got them out number two to one. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's like the that. cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that, John. That's good. It's good. Yeah, it, exactly. Uh, we're, they're outnumbered. And uh, not only that, but the one who is uh, the, the one whose side we're on <laughs> that by God's grace is greater than Satan mm. and his angels. So that's that's the next verse for us from First John 4, verse 4, if you want to read that. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the one in the world, again, Satan, uh, this verse is talking about, but yet the one who is in us, okay, uh, by God's grace, through baptism, uh, the one who is in us, the Holy Spirit even, greater than he who is in the world. And so when we think about demon possession, which which is real today, uh, if we are already possessed, if we're already uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, well, then we don't need to fear Satan uh, you know, taking us over, right, or possession. But at the same time, John, I think you made a good point. Let's not give Satan an open door either. No. Uh, and things like Ouija boards and things like uh, consulting the dead. Uh, those things give that open door to Satan and to his demons, and we dare not do that. Uh, no, that, that's not something to mess around with. Uh, you know, stay away, right? Steer clear of that. Um, so we, I think there's a, a spectrum here. You know, on, on the one end, you could just write off Satan and his demons, those fallen angels, as as fiction. Uh, or on the other hand, you can be um, really, really worried about them and, and paranoid over it even. And we're somewhere in the middle, I think, is the, the biblical perspective that we, we recognize the firm as we are today. Now, Satan, those fallen angels are real, but fear not. The one who is in us is greater than one, the one who is in the world. Um, it- yeah. You know, Matt, he really is the, the most crafty of all creatures, isn't he? Because you're, you're right. He can play it either way. He can say, oh, yep. don't worry about me. I don't exist. Or, oh, yeah, I'm so terrible and powerful. You'll never be able to overcome me. Whereas, again, he's a liar. And the truth is neither of those things. Um, exactly. Exactly. Whatever, whatever fools us, that's what Satan's going to go with. And maybe that's different in different cultures, but as long as, we, you know, as long as uh, Christ is in us, uh, the Lord is with us, you know, fear not, fear not. Yeah. Hey, angels, ministering spirits, like you said, but there's times in the Bible when angels take on physical appearances, right, John? Yes, yes, there are. <laughs> in fact, I can think of one yeah. in Hebrews 13, too. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. And I'm assuming that's referencing to good old Abraham, when a couple of, well, I think it was the Lord himself, wasn't it? With a yeah, couple of his angels, angels. Yeah. show yep. up, and, and he throws a big, kills the fattened calf for them, as they say. But, but they weren't just 
strangers who'd come by. They were actually, uh, well, like I said, I believe probably Jesus himself and his angels. Yeah. 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 A great example. I thought of Lot and that destruction mm. of Sodom and these angels come to, to warn him and get his family out of the city. So there's different times where angels certainly do take on physical appearances. And even in the New Testament now, in Hebrews, and and also today, this uh, these words for us that some have even entertained uh, angels unawares. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. So so yes, um, they're ministering spirits, but they can take on a physical appearance. You know, is our next door neighbor an angel? Well, n- no. You know, and uh, is our grandpa an angel? Well, no, that's not it. Uh, but yeah, someone who. Uh, is here on this earth, it seems temporarily for a special mission from God. <laughs> um, yeah, could very well be be an angel. Yeah. And, and so more about angels in coming episodes. This has been Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. The basics.